0: mic check one two this is a mic check check it out jess go ahead
1: checking the microphone (laughs) (laughs) yet again checking the microphone
0: that sober guy podcast contains adult content merciless truth and emotional nudity listener discretion is advised Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Raymer, and you're listening to that Sober Guy podcast where we talk about drugs, alcohol, recovery, and more fun shit. We also like to think we help some people stay sober, and I know uh, by being of service and uh, doing a podcast helping other people, I get to stay sober too, so it's really a beautiful thing. Uh, today we're going to be doing a Q&A. You guys wrote in via Instagram with some great questions. Uh, we really appreciate that. We're going to discuss some of these questions and do our best to give some of our experience and uh, insight into relation, uh, in relation to the questions. So uh, we're going to do that. And also we're going to have some fun in the process, of course. What is recovery if you can't have fun? Uh, we got the Jess here with us tonight. What's up, Jess? How are you?
1: Hey, hi. I'm
0: glad you're joining us in on the conversation.
1: Glad to be back.
0: So uh, before we do that, we got a couple of announcements. Be sure to check us out at ThatSoberGuy.com. You can also connect with us on Instagram, at RealThatSoberGuy, and on Twitter, at Shane Raymer. We are continuing again to work with Foundations, which is a beautiful thing. Really love those guys. Uh, We're going to do some conferences again this year. And uh, finding the right treatment for addiction and mental health illnesses, it can be difficult. And that's why we continue to partner with Foundations Recovery Network uh, they stay true to their mission. They hold high ethical standards and provide treatment in a nationwide network of residential and outpatient programs. Uh, Foundations has individualized treatment plans. Uh, they're focused on creating lifetime relationships for long-term recovery. And when I say that, they, they, they really do mean that. Um, and I know that from experience in working with them. There's some really, really great people within Foundations. Uh, so as part of this vision... Uh, they've built the industry's leading research and outcomes program to study and improve how we're fulfilling this commitment for each patient, their loved ones, and meeting their personal goals. Uh, they're great people I promise you'll be taken care of when you call Foundations Recovery Network. To learn more, you can go to foundationshelp.com uh, slash soberguy. That's foundationshelp.com slash soberguy. Or you, or you can call 833 833- 81-SOBER. That's 833-81-SOBER. You can talk with an admissions coordinator about your treatment options. Once again, let me give you that website. It's foundationshelp.com slash guy, or call 833-81-SOBER. Um, let's see what else we got a live show coming up at the Hollywood improv. It's January 20th with special guests, Darren Prince, Brandon Novak, John Henson. I think there's going to be a couple of other guests. I know Mark Saratella, the big homie uh, who helps set this show up is going to be doing uh, a, a short uh, bit of up to, uh, to open the show up. We're pumped to go down there. Jess and I are both headed down. We get a couple of days away from the kids. We get to do some podcasting, talk to some awesome people and have some fun. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, we'd love to see you there. If you're in the Los Angeles area, you want to come out, talk some recovery, hear about some recovery. I think we're going to do a live Q&A session uh, during that show as well. And then Darren and Brandon are going to to be doing a book signing afterwards too. So if you want some tickets to that, uh, go to www.thatsoberguy.com slash live shows, or you can also go directly to the Hollywood Improv uh, website. That's improv.com slash Hollywood. And you can get your tickets there. Uh, I get a lot of questions uh, often and, you know, for a long time about early sobriety. What do I do? Where do I go? Uh, What don't I do? How do I stay sober? That's always a big one too. Um, Number one, I don't have all the answers. But here's what I did. Me and some of my closest friends and colleagues, we created a podcast video course. It's called How to Navigate the First 90 Days of Sobriety. Uh, Now, Let me tell, let me, I know I've talked about this on the podcast a few times before, but I think it's hilarious. And it really is a good example of being confused in early recovery. When I got home from rehab, I went out and bought Wranglers, cowboy boots, and a hunting vest. Yeah, you did. Yes, I did. (laughs) You let me know about it, by the way, too. And there's nothing wrong with that unless you've never hunted or rode a horse in your life. Scouring the carpet for cocaine crumbs. With a hard hat and a magnifying glass at 3 a.m. Doesn't quite count as hunting, okay? (laughs) I did ride a horse once at the local Long's drugstore when I was six for a quarter. Put the quarter in the machine. Rode that fucker around on a merry-go-round. That was awesome. That doesn't count either. I'm not a cowboy. I'm a Dickies and Vans type of guy. But I was confused in the early days of sobriety. I was really trying to find out who I was. I want to help save you some time and some confusion too. You can get the course right now for 25 bucks. Use the promo code half off at checkout by going to that and clicking on courses. We also give this course away for free to all veterans. So if you're a veteran out there, we, we love you guys. We want to help support all of our veterans. Uh, and if you want to check it out for free, you can DM me on Instagram at realthatsoberguy for details and we'll hook you up. Um, once again, that's thatsoberguy.com. Click on courses. We actually had a veteran sign up today, Jess, uh, we've happen. had we've had quite a few veterans actually, yeah, and, and and we appreciate that. And he DM'd me, I hooked him up with a promo code, and he got in. He also sent me, and uh, I want to give him some love, a badass submarine video mm-hmm. um, that w- <laughs> he used to work on subs in the oh. military in the Navy. And your grandpa? And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, my grandpa actually was a nuclear engineer on the submarines out at Mare Island back in the '80s. So you had some Cold War shit going down, and those were some interesting times. Um, but yeah, he sent me the video. They had um, submarines like launching uh, missiles out of the water. It was crazy stuff, man. So it was really cool to see that. And uh, we love supporting our, our veterans. So uh, reach out if you'd like to check that out. Uh, let's do one iTunes review and then we're going to jump right into the Q&A uh, session today. Um, this one, and I love this one. It's 10 stars. You can only give five stars on iTunes reviews. This person wrote 10 stars. So nice. thank you for that. Oh, he's good. Uh, he says, uh, or he or she says, Shane, his guests and the podcast in general have saved my butt more times in the last year than I can count. Many days of getting caught up in my head. I could put that sober guy in my ears and literally my thoughts would go to a more positive, healthy vibes. Just the energy from this podcast is worth checking it out. Many thanks. So uh, much love. That comes from sober being. Um, yeah, we, we appreciate the reviews. So thank you. And if you haven't left us a review on iTunes, you can go on there and you can do that. Um, so Jess, what's up? Let me stop talking okay, and, and shut my pie hole Two
1: questions. Minute. One, do you have chapstick?
0: I do. <sighs> you trap know, I got some, you know, I got some Burt's. Oh, you know what? My Burt's, the Burt's is in the drawer Damn. up in the, up in the house, you know? Um, Picking my nose again. There we go.
1: Two, do you have a phone charger available at the moment? It's in, in this my area. On the, you're supposed to be
0: prepared for I this stuff. I just mean like what's in going on? this area. I don't, I, my backpack is somewhere around here. Um, all right. Well, up. that's
1: all nothing to, you know, is your phone going to die? Cray cray.
0: Is your phone going to um, die? Well, you can it did run inside. Low bat. Would you like to run inside and get it real quick? Go ahead. I can hold this down for a minute, I babe. Would,
1: yeah. You know, I got you. You think so? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it's in, back. it's
0: in the top pocket of, uh, of the backpack in there. Right in the, the top little zipper pocket. Or you can unplug it in the room, too. See, we got the home studio rocking. We can just run right inside and grab grab the stuff, you know? Just get it going right there. Um, I love this, though. We we, we sent, uh, or I guess I made a, a post on Instagram yesterday. Um, you know, hey, we're going to do a live Q&A. I don't think we do enough of these, just some questions, Q&As. And it's not like I have all the answers or Jess has all the answers. Um, we definitely don't what we do have is some insight and some experience of our own that we can, that we can help share. So that's really what we want to do tonight is go through some of these questions. And there's a couple of them that are funny too. Like I said, in the, uh, in the post, like, you know, we want to have a good time with this. We're dealing with something that, um, you know, across the country is an epidemic addiction, alcoholism. um, You know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a serious thing for many families and, and many people out there. And at the same time, I always feel like if I can't find comedy and stuff, and if I can't look at things from a different perspective in in something that's a serious thing, um, man, it can be a really really tough thing to deal with. So, uh, in that, you know, we'll, we'll take some some good questions and we'll take some funny ones too, and uh, we'll we'll see uh, we'll have some fun with it. If you plug that in, it's right down there underneath the uh, the oh, table. Yeah, that's there, not gonna fit. Uh, you can move some stuff around if you need to. What's up on the Instagram? Are we live right now on Instagram or what? What happened? It didn't fit.
1: Yeah. It's like the big one.
0: Yeah. I don't know. You're going to have, you can unplug, you can unplug this one. Unplug my computer. I got plenty of, uh, plenty of charging battery on there. Unplug this one right here. Oh, right there. Which one did you unplug? You didn't unplug the mixer. Did you? (laughs) I was like, dang, we just stopped. We're good. What's up? What do we got going on on Instagram? I see I see some uh, some some stuff going on there, some action. I'm trying to read and look, but uh Well, that's I why I had to plug
1: it. my phone in because Oh.
0: You got the Instagram live going on too. What's yeah, up so we Instagram can live? Answer some
1: questions.
0: Yeah, we can that, that's so that's what I was going to uh mention next and thank you for reminding me because I forgot. Cuz
1: we're in the garage and it's 45 that's right. degrees.
0: Um we can do some uh, some live ones too. So I have, a, I have a good little list here. And you know if you guys have some comments you wanna drop in there, whether it's on recovery, are you a folder or a crumpler? Are you a stander or a sitter? Are you a stander or a
1: leaner? And do you have real questions? I don't questions. play with my wiener. We do need to know. I don't know why. It, we do need that? to know about your toilet paper consumption as well like as. I
0: taught Cash how to fold the other day. He was He was very proud. You so are buddy, awesome, you gotta, so glad like Dave
1: Buckner told me about you.
0: D-Buck! What's up, Dave Buckner? God, you scared me. That's my big homie. I love you, Dave.
1: You guys, I don't know why this happens to my hair. All, All right, right,
0: so here we do. We love you too, Stacey, Dave. That's our family right there. What's up with that? All right, who? right, okay. uh, let's see. We want to start this thing off. Let's go first. All right, Q&A session. Here we go. Number one. I'm not going to go down numbers because we got, you know, whatever. Yeah,
1: but. just... Ramble
0: them off. Ramble them off. Anything happening? anything you want to add before we get going? Are we good?
1: Um, Took a bike ride
0: today on my old mountain bike. We'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. Good to go? Yeah. I'm gonna. We're, you're going to take this first, too. So things other than chocolate to kill that alcohol craving, I'm going to get fat.
1: Exercise.
0: Exercise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good one. I
1: think that's and a good
0: two, one. If anyone is uh, doing this live right now, uh, feel free to chime in as well, and we'll try to get to that, too. Um, exercise, always a good one. Uh, even a walk, I think. So mm-hmm. we're talking about killing alcohol cravings. Um, let me just say this first about the craving thing. Uh, when I was early in, you know, when I f- first 90 days for 60 days, uh, really even the first year, one of the things about the craving that got to me a lot was not so much what can I use to kill it? which is an an aspect of it. And we'll definitely touch on that, I think a little bit more, but it was also the fact of allowing that craving to come through and giving myself grace for having it and saying, it's okay that I'm having this. I get it because at first I was like, why the hell am I feeling like this? I, I, why am I having this craving? Why am I feeling this way? I don't want to drink. You're a bad person. You're a piece of shit. Why you shouldn't feel like that. Um, that's not the case. That's, it's okay to, uh, to let that, come in and let it pass. So that's number one. Um, number two, yeah, I like what you said, Jess, the exercise thing. I like to walk personally. I'll take the dog out, walk around the block, yeah. walk uh, you know, walk up. I know Seth off. is a big walker. He is. He takes Joe out. That's a big one. Um, what else? What else can we use to kill the alcohol cream? Because the sugar thing is an issue for me uh, as well. I feel
1: like sugar is just as addicting. And isn't Absolutely. it like all these statistics and stuff that are talking about how sugar is just as addicting or worse or something crazy than, um, you know, drugs?
0: When well, a lot of us as kids started out on sugar, I started out with soda and, and cupcakes. I mean, I was yeah. telling, I was telling Buddy today, my dad used to ke- to come out. He would come out at like two, three in the morning. I remember this shit because I'd be sleeping on, on the couch out there. He'd come out and he'd crack or he'd eat a cupcake and then drink like a half a soda or I remember it even maybe a beer sometimes too back in the day in my real younger days, but a soda and a cupcake at like two in the morning. That's not really like uh you know, it's not really great for your health probably to do that. Yeah. And that's kind of how I came up. I mean, sugar was a, a very uh, regular part of, of our diet. And so of course, trying to stay sober, I can use sugar and food and all that shit to stuff, to stuff down and uh, use it as a supplement for the alcohol.
1: Yeah, That's- I'm guilty of that, actually. <laughs> I am totally a midnight snacker, and I don't know Oh, here what we go. Now we're getting it. Is. Oh, now
0: we're getting the truth. The tr- I wasn't going to say it, but the truth comes out. Oh, my God.
1: Out. You guys, I have to confess it. Confess I don't know it. what The problem out, is. Baby. I literally, I do not have a sweet tooth, you know, during the day, like, you know, we'll s- stop somewhere. much shit. Should- Shane will come out with like some candy or something. I'm like, eh, it's not my, it's not I'm my jam. To quit. But man, in the middle of the night, I want chocolate. chocolate. I want chocolate. It's, Uncle Matt. it's weird. Chocolate. Like, wake up and be like, my zombie, like chocolate. But you don't even
0: know you're eating it half the time. You just yeah you, you won't even know till the next morning. yeah. We'll so if like anybody out there rapper. knows, I've
1: asked my doctors, like I'm like, what's happening? Why do I have this like sugar? I need to have somebody on thing. who's a sugar expert.
0: That'd be, oh, good, that be That'd good. be a yeah. good podcast, I think It'd be yeah. interesting because I don't know much about it. Yeah.
1: so that's my confession for the night.
0: I got chocolate almonds oh, instead. Oh beautiful. That's a good one.
1: Beautiful Brianna says minus chips minus two
0: chips what kind of chips like yeah what kind of chips we'll stop at the
1: like i said you know if we're on a road trip we'll stop at the gas station or whatever shane will come out with candy i will have to have chips or something crunchy.
0: I like pork rinds, but I don't eat spicy pork, pork rinds because rinds, I used to drink. And, feet. I used to drink and drive and eat pork rinds. Oh, on the way. good for you! I'd be smoking a cigarette, Congratulations. eating pork rinds, drinking a forty.
1: What? That's just <laughs> gross. Like
0: it's pretty disgusting. How does
1: one even feel like that's a yummy? We used to play a game situation
0: going over the Bay Bridge where we would get two forties on the way back to the car, and and you'd have to pound the. Fo- so I would be driving, and once I got on the bridge. You'd have to pound the 40 while you drove and finish it by the time you got uh, off of the bridge. And I won. I can't. I took first, son. First place. Lays. So proud. What's something to be proud of? Oh, Lays? Like like ruffles or? Boots and boots, like Lays. Lays Lays all day. Pringles, once you pop, you can't stop. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: Pringles. Doritos. I mean, that's just.
0: I got the uh, chocolate almonds though addicting. to try to supplement. Yeah, so I don't know why you brought know, those into the house. Well, look what. So what I'm trying to do on the chocolate thing is I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a hybrid. Mm-hmm. So I get a little bit of of nutrition with yeah. the almond, and then I get some chocolate to sure. cover it.
1: Okay, that whatever works, right? helps you.
0: All right, so back to it. Exercise, yeah. walking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, what are what are some other things? Anything else that comes Calling up before a we move friend. on? Calling a friend is good. Calling oh, that's some huge! Support. That's huge. Good one.
1: Calling a sponsor, calling an accountability partner. That's what it's about. That's the hardest one, but that's the most effective.
0: I don't ever want to call, buddy. My spot. He knows that too. He every yeah. every time we meet, he goes, you know, you can call me not on just the days we meet, right? Yeah. I go, I do, and I, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. But it's it's special. It's especially hard, I think, for dudes to reach out. Yeah. But the more we do it, the easier it gets. And so, mm-hmm. you know, cravings or anger or whatever it is that's going on in our life, yeah, just right on point, have somebody you can reach out to. Is yeah. it is it your mom? Is it your friend? Your sponsor? Who is somebody that you trust that you can reach out to? I think that's huge too.
1: It is literally the hardest thing. I don't think it's like a yeah. dude thing. I, for me too, ever since the um, celebrate recovery. You know, the 12 step that I'm in, I have a sponsor and it's really hard for me. I realize I, I know, like, I'm in a situation. I realize I need to call my sponsor right now. I need to call her. That's who I need to call. Word. And I friggin' don't sometimes, guys. Sorry, but that's not good. It's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. We,
0: we're prideful. We think we got it. My I yeah, got this. Yeah. I don't, I got it.
1: I, I think got mine, it. mine might have a little pride too, but also like, I, I feel like, um, yeah. I feel like I got it, but I don't got it.
0: No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Do, I'm fine but that's cool. I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. fucked. Yeah.
1: Next question. Please.
0: Next question. Hey, Shane, just want to say thank you. My boyfriend and I hit five months on the first and you were a huge help in getting me through the hard start. Uh, it's good to be sober. It's good to be in the sober club. Now here's my question. How do you think, I'm sorry. How do you change your thinking when you're stuck thinking about a traumatic event that happened to you because of addiction? It causes me pain to think about yet I can't seem to shake the thoughts that's, I mean, and so there you go. Like I was saying in the beginning, we're going to have some fun with this. We're also going to, you know, there's some questions that are, that can be serious. And, and this one, you know, could be a serious one. How do you shake like old traumatic events, whether it's abuse? Um, you know, uh, it, it could be a number of things that happen. What's your take, Jess?
1: You don't, hmm. you don't shake it. Like it's not shakeable. And you got to, you got to get in there and work on it. It's got to be a 12 step. It's got to be, I don't, it I doesn't have to be a 12 step. It has to be some kind of program or something where you're really digging. This is my opinion, where you're really digging in and like, you know, working on that trauma. Like, you know, um, getting to the root of it. I don't yeah. think it's shakeable. I don't think you can shake it off and be like, I got, you know, because well, then yeah. you don't got it and then you go drink about it because you're like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. You know, I don't want, that. I don't want to think about it anymore.
0: And I think that's part of the, I think that's part of the thing is that, uh, you know, we try to bury things down and I did that for a long time trying to bury things down, act like they don't exist, act like they don't bother me, uh, try to forget them. Uh, I'm just gonna go on about my life and forget them. You know, I'm reading, or I'm listening, should I say, uh, to a, a great audio book right now. It's um, uh, it's called "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. I'm I'm sh- it's a really popular book right now. David Goggins has been on Joe Rogan. I first heard him on Ritual back in the day, um, and he is, uh, an an ex Navy SEAL who went through budge training three times. He did it on the third time on two, um, basically uh, fractured legs. Amazing story of recovery. He was abused as a, as a child uh, severely. Um, you know, he, he overcame a lot of shit in his life. And it was funny. I was on on my bike today. I was on the old mountain bike in case you tuned in last week or or, or I guess it wasn't last week. Shit. It was just Tuesday. But I talked about the mountain bike Tuesday, and I've been doing Tuesday. that. <laughs> Nudie magazine day. <laughs> <laughs> Can't <laughs> love that movie. I watched that with Cash recently. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I know. I don't know why. Bad sometimes. choice. Yeah. Dad's
0: a moron sometimes. Bad parenting but choice. The, but this book, though, is, um, you know, it's, it's really amazing because number one, he's sharing his story, uh, but he's also inspiring others to become the hero. And the way that he talks about doing that is by callousing your mind. So we can work on our bodies and you know trying to get fit, trying to eat healthy, all that stuff. But if our minds aren't calloused, if our minds aren't uh, um, strong, um, you know how do we really go through life? And and the way he talks about doing this. Um, is, is through, uh, exercise in your mind, just like you would normally do with, with your body. And, and the way that I see that for me, if we're dealing with a traumatic experience, a past experience, something that happened to us is what Jess said earlier is by getting in community, working a step study, you got to talk about this stuff. You got to communicate, mm-hmm. you got to meet it head on. You have to go there. Uh, and it's not an easy thing to do. You don't do it alone. I don't do it alone. I I still don't do these types of things alone. I have Mm -hmm. community. I have sponsor, all that stuff. And, And what you do is you start chipping away at that shit a little bit at a time. And over time, you start to look at your past as something like our... Our trauma, our things that happen to us are things that allow us to feel like victims for a long time. If we can get on the other side of that, there's power in that. There's extreme power in it. And that's what David Goggins talks a lot about in this book. And I'd really recommend it to anybody out there uh, who wants. I mean, one thing, if you don't don't like um, the straightforwardness, um, he curses a lot in it uh, at the same time. You know the the uh, the story behind it and the message is extremely powerful. It's probably one of the most powerful uh, books that I've I've read in a long time.
1: You know, it's like the old saying: like all the good things take work. You know, like like and which means that, that like you were saying, like there's so much victory on the other side. Like. Yeah all the good things that you know are worth working for worth working out or whatever it takes work it's hard it's you know rough it's you know a, a digging or whatever but there's so much freedom
0: yeah absolutely on the other side one of the things he talked about too i thought was cool he was talking about in budge training how um in when he did budge training you just showed up that day and they said okay here you go here's your budge training and then when he went back later, they had something, it was I can't remember the name of it, but it was basically pre-buds. So they would bring guys in and they'd have like two months to train to get ready for buds. And he goes, You know what that did? And he said, it created a bigger, stronger, faster quitter. That's all it did. Because mm. their minds weren't calloused enough, their minds weren't trained enough to um, you know, to sustain the Pressure, of abuse, really, in of of on your body and all that stuff. So it's really, really interesting. I'm
1: kind of confused because when you say calloused, I feel like that means like calloused, like calloused over, like just forget about it. It's hmm. it's you know.
0: It's a good point. I don't think that that's what I mean. That's not um, what he means. That's not the way I took okay. it. But I could see how you could take it like that. Yeah. I think it just means um, building it up. You know, you're you're, at, you're you're building your 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 mind up. To be able to handle past maybe,
1: yeah, towards handling the things yeah. or towards anything else that might You're come at you. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally. All right, next question. What's the shittiest your pants have ever gotten?
1: Oh my God, I'll <laughs> let you take that one.
0: <laughs> that actually comes from my homie, Sean. So what up, big Sean? Sean busy. Pretty hilarious. The shittiest your pants have ever gotten. Well, I do have a quick story about this. My pants have never gotten shitty, okay, except you. when I think I got hit by a car. I think I shit my pants. I oh, was like twelve.
1: That is hecka sad. <laughs> I
0: did though. It, 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 I mean, I'm sure people have heard that when something happens, you know, a lot of people oh when they die, God. they piss and they shit their pants oh because they're what
1: are we it's part even right now? I'm, I'm What's just happening? saying.
0: No, I got hit by a car and I shit my pants. I was like twelve. <laughs> and And i remember going back home my dad was pissed because he thought i died rightfully so he he wasn't very happy with me but i remember walking back shaking my just like shit my drawers and then the other Uh, thing is uh i thought this was funny because when we go backpacking i'm always the guy who doesn't shit for like three days which is shocking
1: i know i I don't get it believe that you do not poop
0: but when I get home, oh, your boy dirt be dirt laying dirt? some straight cable, you know like coming out the top you of the toilet. It, okay. I'll I stop know. right there. Stop it. This next one, um, Matt this,
1: Fallon said, what up, bro? Matt,
0: what up, man? What's up, homie? I'll see you at CR brother. Good stuff, dude. Um, this next one comes from Cormac all the way from Ireland. Cormac. So number one, I just want to give Cormac some love. <laughs> Um, man, Cormac's been listening to the show and been a homie since like day one, uh, back in the day when yeah. sober guy first started. So it's, always, and, and I mean, all the way from Ireland, like yeah, that's I just know. really, really cool to be able to Mind connect bone. and, you know, we, we never met in person, but we've talked on the phone. We've communicate on social media all the time. He's, but we're he's coming out there. I hope Cormac, so. so. Shit. I would love to go to Ireland. You I'd better like to play some golf out get there.
1: get your little pad
0: ready, so we've got a place to stay. So Cormac says, the the question first, and then he followed up with with a response that I thought was pretty funny I want to read, too. So he says, what do you do for fun in recovery? Uh, Not recovery stuff, but pure fun. I started going to comedy clubs, great fun, and, and even made... Uh, and even more fun sober. I mm-hmm. also started doing a comedy course, which I think is dope. Nice. So congrats on that. Hell yeah. And that awesome. goes back to just like stepping just out and doing, doing something. Yeah, just, yep. just do it. Like, out who, of the who box. cares, man? Yeah. Have fun. And, and he says, hell, um, I don't need to do one because, uh, oh, I started doing a comedy course, but hell, I don't need to do one because us Irish yep. are funny as fuck yep. anyways.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: <laughs> also not a bad,
1: excuse me. Okay. just burped.
0: Belch. Also not a bad place to meet women. Also, a tip for sober dating. Don't ask women out for a drink. Ask them to meet you for breakfast oh, yeah. or lunch. Yep. Good breakfast stuff for right lunch. So, I mean, what what do you do for or brunch, fun if and you recovery? will? Recovery. Brunch. Every time I think of brunch, I think of champagne.
1: Because
0: hmm. brunch is, you know, you get some champagne. Yeah,
1: true.
0: What do we do for fun? I like to play golf. I like to ride my mountain bike. Hmm. I am enjoying that. Um, man, what else? I'm in so, okay, I'm going to let a little little secret out of the bag, too, since Cormick opened the bag up for this. We're doing the show at the Improv next week, and uh, I get to write a little bit of comedy myself because I get to uh, do a little introduction before the show starts, and I've been having a lot of fun with that. I'm an amateur. I'm a rookie, uh, but man, I'm learning that there's such an art not to just being funny, but actually trying to like craft out. Um, jokes and stuff So it's It's actually really fun I'm enjoying doing that What about you Jess?
1: Uh, Well I'm not sober
0: Well still What do you do for fun? What do you think People in recovery Could do for fun?
1: Gosh you guys I don't even know What fun is At this point right now honest. Why? I know, you don't like Wiping
0: sad. shitty asses Yeah I just And cooking dinners <coughs> For kids
1: Yeah I'm total Mom in it right now For <laughs> you're fun such a, You're let's see, such a hot I mean mom. really Let me think about that Like if I, Thanks.
0: Um, what do you do for fun?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I, got I back really, into swimming. You, know, and you really, started swimming, right? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it it's a like,
0: little exercise. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I like, I really honestly, I like hanging out with Shane. Like when we go out on a date or whatever, like, you hanging know, out. that's always fun. Hanging out. Um, going out with my girlfriends to dinner or something, that's always fun. Um. I enjoy going to conferences, you know, anything that will fill me up or feed me. I really, really enjoy that these days. I, you know, no, I'm not sober, but I, I, you know, I don't, the days of going out and getting wasted and doing the dang thing, like, I'm just not about that anymore. I'm more about, I just, I want more. I feel like in the first half of my life, I did all that. So now I just kind of want to make up for lost time a little bit, you yeah know? not yeah. you know not like oh I have to do that but I just I want to um so yeah I don't know you know I dig I'll it. get there I'll get there
0: all in due time yeah you know
1: i I enjoy doing the podcast I
0: yeah, enjoy doing the I podcast do. and
1: yeah. I actually really do enjoy doing the um the um like uh you know emails and and stuff like that for it that's been a lot of fun for me learning yeah. that and then just kind of, you know, side stuff like starting a blog and starting different, like a website and doing, that's fun. I enjoy that.
0: You do. You're doing a good job at it too. And I can tell you enjoy it because, and that's the thing. If you don't enjoy doing something, why do it? Like if it ain't fun, don't do it. Right. Um, I saw Filthy's Detailing joined us. What's up, Filthy?
1: Oh, hey, buddy. It's my um, buddy. If I you have need a- your card
0: detailed in the... Solano, Solano County, County area mm-hmm. you know who to go to filthy's detailing that is the man right there Worried. killing it I'm and he's seeing got some them
1: sick hats too oh
0: yeah I'm, oh by the way filthy Debbie completed the order so we're getting the TSG hats in I got the uh I got the little uh, mock-ups yesterday so I think we're gonna we're gonna have um they look good. Three different style hats. I got some beanies ordered. So those will be coming up soon for, for those of you who want those. We'll probably put them up on either the website or I'll probably make some posts on Instagram uh, if people want to pick those up too. And we got some new stickers in as well. So we'll do that. Um, I have a question. Does Barry Manilow know you rate his wardrobe? Um,
1: Ward, Gerving or Gerving Ward, whichever mm-hmm. you prefer. Um, Dave's buddy. Said, does anyone else in your family have a history of substance abuse? Just curious because my family does. And in my experience, it affected me.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Yes. Um, You know, I, I deal with it uh, with a, a few people in my family. Um, You know, I... I can't say that I understand the full scope of, is it a a genetic disease? Is it not a genetic disease? Um, you know, a lot of people say it is a lot of people say it isn't, I'm not really sure where I stand on that because I have to be honest, I'm not educated enough to make that decision. Um, and that's something that I'm working on learning a little bit more about. I do know from, from my own experience um, that there are people in my family, my immediate family, my, my father. I mean, I've been pretty open about that, I think, and it's, it's no knock on him. Um, but it is what it is. I grew up with it. Uh, I saw it growing up. Um, and, uh, it, it affected me and, uh, you know, not to say that it's anyone's fault, but my own, but at the same time, uh, you know, you see stuff growing up as a kid and and a lot of the time that has an effect on, on you, that's uh, you know that can lead you down that same path, I guess. Uh, what do you think? Um, or do you? I mean, any comments or anything on that? I mean, yeah, you you about, you uh you know you've dealt with this with me. The whole we've been together sixteen years, I think. So, I guess I would just say years. about
1: that. I can see, I see how like you were saying your dad or whatever. I see how that does affect you. You know, you know what I see, which is kind of crazy is like in the beginning, uh, you have this podcast and you're helping people get sober and you're giving advice, what worked for you, you know, that kind of thing. And the one person that you want to help the most, you know,
0: and that, and and that's a good point. Yeah. You can't, because you can't help anybody. People have to help themselves. And so I think to, to kind of wrap that question up, the one thing about that is, um, you know, I'm responsible for, for me, uh, I'm responsible for my actions, for, uh my choices that I've made and that I will make. Um and uh that is, you know, where it's at in in finding like my true self and mm-hmm. working through that stuff. Um, accepting my past, accepting, you know, if there's other people in my life or family that, you know, choose to use drugs and alcohol, that's their thing. It's not my thing. It's not a reflection of me. It's not um, you know, it's it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's not who I am. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, and I'm okay with that, and and I love you know those people too. Uh, I I don't care you know I don't judge anybody. Um, I did at first when I first got sober, absolutely because it was really hard. I just didn't understand like why you know why does this person still do this? Why do they still do that? You know, and I'd be angry or upset you know, I, through working the steps, through working a recovery program, I've been able to move past that now and understand that that's not my place to worry about any of that stuff. My job is to love people, my my family, my friends, um, you know, people that I meet, you know, that's the most important thing. So, and and life is so much easier that way, man. Shit, so much better just to have love and and not, you know, not trip on all that stuff. It ain't ain't my deal.
1: Matt Fallon wants to know how you, um Stay sober when your baby mama pushes your buttons and you get pissed off (laughs) and you want to go drink and he wants to quit the party life.
0: Dude, I feel you, man. That's. Uh... You feel him? Well, no. I mean, I just feel you in being. Oh, I, sure I can. You have a baby mama. Well, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm talking about the anger thing and the <laughs> frustration and stuff. Really? No, I don't have a baby mama that I know about. <laughs> okay, oh, sure. Okay, oh, shoot. we
1: got some staff kids up and some bonus kids. <laughs> some bonus kid?
0: Is that what it's called? What a it's bonus called kid? Now.
1: Yeah, that's what they call them. Love oh, my bonus kid.
0: No kids. way. A bonus kid. Yeah. I don't think I have any bonus kids.
1: Bonus. Might have some boner kids. Oh, what? Goodness. That's weird. What? Boner. What Jess? What's happening? What? Oh,
0: that's weird. What's weird? I'm confused. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> what's going on right now? I'm confused.
1: Boner kids.
0: I mean, dude. I think you know. I think just staying plugged in, bro. To you know, continuing uh, to to go, um, you know, to to twelve-step meetings or meetings or community. Um, to be honest, man, working the steps. I think that you know, and and this goes back cuz i get questions similar to this a lot and there's no there's no magic answer it's about putting in the work it's about working working through a step program um, for me at least, so I'm not telling you what to do, Matt, I'm not telling anyone else what to do, but I know for me and getting over like anger, cause anger applies to all situations, whether it's a bonus, a bonus kid, a baby mama, um, my, you know, my, my wife, my lady, like my kids, my work, whatever it is, uh, the, those frustrations, those, those anger, they call it, um, uh, restless and discontent, you know, in the big book, um, all those things, no matter what situation it is, they all come up and the way that i've learned to deal with those and I, I let me let me rephrase that the way that i continue to learn to deal with those because they still pop up on a weekly basis Word. some days are better than others Word. you know i have mentors i have friends i have sponsors i have a step study that we're just about to complete i'm going to start working the steps again with my with my sponsor as soon as i complete this one it's a it's a constant ongoing process um and, and that's for me, that's really all it's been, you know, and and uh, I think it's also about, you know, taking a little bit of um, of responsibility and, and jumping in and saying, you know, I have the choice to do this or not. So uh, it's not easy, bro. I feel you, man. I, I know. I know that it's, uh, you know, it's not an easy thing all the time, but just keep showing up, bro.
1: You know, what really worked for me that was very difficult, but very effective and and was forgiveness Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's a hard one because you are so po'd at this person. <sighs> yeah, I get it, you know. Point. And the last thing you want to do is be like, "I forgive you," mm-hmm. but um, dude, like you're not doing it for them. You're not saying like, "Hey, I forgive you. It's off your back now." You literally like, if you know. Like you're doing it for you, you know, so you're not holding that like grudge and that heaviness and that solid heart where you're like, and then what? Then you want to go drink. Then you are only hurting yourself, right? uh, The saying where it's like, drink the poison to kill the other person and you're only actually killing yourself or whatever. Hmm. That's like holding the forgiveness in your heart, holding it, you know, and and being so mad and so PO'd when this person, when the person you're mad at probably doesn't even Freaking care, right? They're just off doing their own thing, and you're still stewing, and it's literally like bad for your health, you know, <laughs> and, and like your emotions and yeah. your life and your kids and your, you know, whatever. So
0: we'll see. And the forgiveness gets addressed in the steps, and it's making amends. Yeah. So yeah. you're making uh, amends, forgiveness. It's all kind of yeah. tied.
1: That was a hard Man, one. I keep burping. That was literally a hard it's, step it's for me. I'm like, what hard. the fuck? That's one of the because hardest things. What was hard? Did you say the f word. No, I, I said, what the fuck?
0: Oh, dang it! Yeah. <laughs> trying to get you to drop one here and there, you know, but you quit. quit. I quit. I quit that mess. Um,
1: I think that That's good. Um, I, I, what's hard about it for me, what was hard was saying that, you know, oh, I forgive you. And and honest, you don't even have to tell the person that you forgive them. You can say it in your own deal, right? But you actually have to mean it for it to work. Yeah. But you can be like, you know what? I forgive that person. They do not know what they're doing or, you know, um, whatever. However it is that you want to forgive and and just say, I'm letting this go because I'm no longer going to let it or that person control my life and my emotions. And so I am releasing them and releasing that feeling, I forgive them, and you feel so much lighter. You feel, um, you feel better. You know, so lovely. Yeah, it's it's magical, really. So that's that's a that's a that's one to practice and work on.
0: I'm into my third next question. I'm into my third month alcohol free, and I feel like I keep telling my wife looking for praise, but I know she's stoked with me. And so are my kids. I just don't want to be that guy that's sober and carries on about people drinking or taking drugs as if I'm perfect because I'm far from perfect, but I'm sober. I don't get it. So basically he's saying that he, he doesn't want to be the guy that is sober and thinks he's too good um, for thinks He's better than everyone else because they drink and do drugs, which I completely a hundred percent get. Got it. Totally went through that in, you know, the first year Um, you know, because you're trying to change and at the same time, you still probably have a lot of those friends or people or family or whoever who, who still drink. So you, you want to change, you want to set boundaries. You want to, you probably don't go to certain situations or places or be around certain people. Um, and you don't want to come across being an asshole like you're better, but at the same time, um, You know, you you, did make a better choice, a better choice for sure. So, yeah, I I totally get that.
1: But yeah, yeah, that's a hard one. And I
0: think that just comes like for me, it just came with time. Mm -hmm. It just came for look like I've noticed that breaking shit down and making it as simple as possible really works for me. And the way that I do that is I really try to do it day by day by day Mm -hmm. by day. (laughs) <laughs> by <day. laughs> no but for real like mo what like mo living in the moment being in the moment and just trying to do the next right thing as cliche as that sounds we hear that a lot do the next right thing one foot in front of the other Dude, but it's um, legit. it really is true because you know the the tripping on the future tripping on the past um it really kept me stuck for a long time uh, and not to say it doesn't pop up here and there like a boner in sweatpants but it it does Walmart sweatpants. every sweatpants? Well, yeah well, i need, i don't have any of those by the way with the with the cuffs on the bottom. Yeah, with the yeah. But but they're not like the I bottom. have I have I have my New Balance sweats on right now that have the they're they're tapered at the. Those bottom. Those are hot though. These are cool, but they don't have the elastic cups on yeah, the bottom right. like the Walmart ones. Right. Those are terrible if you don't wear boxers in them and you get a boner. <laughs> like it looks like you pitched a tent. <laughs> And you're walking around Stop. with the string hanging out or like what you wake up in the morning and you look like your wieners camping or whatever in this, tent <laughs> you pitched up, but you got some cheap ass wiener boner Walmart sweats on.
1: Is it backpacking or just camping?
0: Backpacking. But you can do either one. Okay. It's fine. Okay. But yeah, I mean, that comes in time. Does a think, wiener roast me.
1: hot dogs when it's backpacking?
0: Wait, say that again.
1: Does a wiener roast hot dogs when it's backpacking? I don't
0: get it. It a wiener roast hot dogs. Well,
1: because it's a wiener. And so we don't be like, roast
0: wieners. Well, we take backpacking food. <laughs> we take I know, like,
1: but it was a joke. Oh.
0: Well, I apologize. I didn't
1: you get it. just killed it.
0: I didn't get it. I didn't get it. No, nah, but oh, I, you know, know, yeah, just keeping a good positive attitude. And here, so we'll move on to the next one. Let me just leave you with this, man, about the, you know, trying to feel better. I think if you just focus on loving people where they're at, and, and just focusing on yourself and doing your own recovery program, that'll really take it out of, you know, take yourself out of, um, you know, trying to per- be perceived like you're better or whatever. Like don't trip on that. Well,
1: stuff. and just really quick, I want to add too, you have to know also that it makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is good information or not, but it makes people uncomfortable if you don't drink. Okay. If they're all <laughs> drinking and whatever, and they're partying and they're doing the We're, thing that you used to do with them, it makes them uncomfortable that you're not doing it. Right, they're uh, like, "Well, what do you mean you're not? Well, what? Well, oh, I only drink uh, on this day, and all, all the, you know, it's the funniest thing. It's sometimes literally it like,
0: does. It doesn't do that to everybody, but I, yeah, I know. Sometimes. But I'm
1: just, I, I'm just saying, like, um, what I'm trying to get at here is that sometimes it's not you, right? Sometimes it's them, and sometimes it's their own insecurities. So just yeah, be blame strong. it all on them. Or just be strong in your sobriety and what you've done." And sure. just know that like it's a good thing, and even though that people are going to look at it and you know make you feel funny or make you feel uncomfortable or like yeah, you don't belong, a um, there's a place for you somewhere, and it is here on TSG.
0: Does does my mic sound weird in your headphones, or is um, it just me? Does no, it sound okay. I think I, I think perfect. my ears are like stuffed full of wax. Your voice or is like butter.
1: Your your voice.
0: Is like butter. Your, Your eyes are, are like, like chocolate, chocolate strawberries. strawberries. Oh, man. We're going to have to stop right now before people, <laughs> what in the hell is going on here? Okay, no, this is another question here. Uh, I've been seeing and hearing a lot. Re- this is a really good question, by the way. Uh, they're all good questions, but I got to say that on this one. I've been seeing and hearing a lot lately about how it's breaking anonymity by posting people's sober, clean dates via social media, which you see, I mean, scroll through a feed if you follow anyone in recovery, it's all day long people's clean days. Hey, you know, which they're celebrating freaking it. freaking awesome. I, I think it's awesome. I feel what the direction recovery is going and the movement to end the stigma. It's a great way to show those still suffering that recovery is possible. What are you and your guests thoughts on this? And then, so before we we mentioned it real quick, I just wanna say one of the responses on this said, I'm so proud of my sober date. I don't mind being forthright. If an old drunk like me can get and stay sober, I'm going to post it. Yeah, dude. So I'm, I'm right there with that. I don't see what is wrong with that. Um, As long as you're not busting out somebody else without their permission or talking about somebody else's recovery, uh, you know, that I could definitely see that as an issue. But uh, I chose to step out of my anonymity and and go out in the public because I just felt like I hid stuff for so long. I didn't want to hide anymore. Any, you know, my, my uh, recovery or my struggles with addiction and, and all that stuff, man, it was just, I didn't, you know, I didn't care and I'm totally cool with that. So that's my take on it. What's your take, Jess?
1: Um, I think that it's freaking awesome. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, like I'm all about, you know, talking about your stuff and, um, you know, taking that hard thing that you went through and, and that thing that, you know, you can go both ways with it. You can either say, oh gosh, why was I handed these cards and why my life and this is so difficult, you know, and whatever. And I suck and I'm never going to whatever to anything. But or you can take it and say, dude, I, I went through that. I walked through it. I got help. I'm here now. Check me out. Look at me. I'm five months sober. Boom. Let the world know Boom, son. if anybody wants to talk about it. You know, hit me up like uh, you're not alone. I'm all about not letting people, you know, letting people know that they're not alone in their struggles, whether it's, d- uh, you know, addiction or depression alone. or, you know, anything. I I've, say yes. Yes. Celebrate.
0: Say yes. Celebrate it.
1: You're not alone.
0: That's a good point. Celebrating stuff too. celebrating the small wins. Yeah. Like, or or the big wins. So let's say you want to sell this. Let's say you got five days sober. Celebrate that shit. This is my fifth day. Damn, you know, to, you might not think that's, you know, that's a big thing. Oh, I only have five days. No, I don't only have five days. Damn, I got five days. Let's celebrate that. It doesn't mean be uh, arrogant about it, you know, um, but it's okay to celebrate. And I know for me, I was so focused on negative stuff in my life. My my brain was literally trained to, and it, I'm still working this out after fi- over five years of being being sober. I'm still working through this shit of my brain automatically going to negative parts of a situation. Like I have to consciously work on that uh, to acknowledge and see the positive in stuff and then celebrate the small wins along the way. So that's a really, really good point. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to celebrate uh you know doing something good it's okay to give yourself a little bit of praise stroke your balls a little bit if you're a dude you know Hmm, uh what about if you're a chick what what would you say grab your boob or something like i don't know but you know what i'm saying give yourself some love (laughs) there you know grab your boob
1: chicks yeah
0: oh Um, man
1: yeah hey and two, just to you know what you were saying like about oh hey hey um just about um (laughs) uh mind change you know changing your mind from the negative to the positive that's like a thing that's like a flow that your mind you know whatever and if you want to be mind blown and you want to really work on changing your thoughts and your ways and things like that check out dr caroline leaf um
0: you need to look it up
1: Crash. yeah it's um Toxic brain or something it's like that. It's a YouTube one, right? You can just yes. look it up on YouTube. Yes. Dr. Detox, Caroline Leaf. Detox your mind.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I Caroline did Leaf. That. That's good.
1: Dr. Caroline Leaf. Detox your mind. She's legit.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to uh-huh. mention, b- before we get to this next question, we got a couple more. Um, I want to mention, too, a couple of the guests coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, we have uh, Mike Catherwood coming on, um, uh, let's see, next week. Uh, Mike Catherwood is some, some of you might know him as psycho Mike from K rock. Uh, he's also does one of my favorite new podcasts called swole patrol. It's with Dr. Drew, uh, Dr. Drew's wife, Susan produces, uh, the show. So the three of them kind of chime in on health, exercise, fitness, uh, super pumped to have Mike on. He's going to be coming on next week. And then we also have, uh, Tim Ryan coming on, uh, from hope, uh, let's see from dope to hope. Uh, is his, um, his platform and he's a public speaker, a motivational speaker. He's been, uh, really has a, um, an amazing background, uh, and really been through a lot of shit with heroin, um, addiction. I, I believe he lost his son to that too. So, um, we, we have him coming up. I think we're supposed to record sometime tomorrow, uh, evening, uh, somewhere around there. Um he'll be coming up and we we really have some good things lined up for the, for this, uh, this year in 2019, some more live shows and stuff too. So I just wanted to mention that, uh, look out for those episodes, uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, okay. Next question. I love your podcast. This is a good one for the both of us, Jess. Uh, what are your thoughts on married couples where one person quits drinking and the other doesn't.
1: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One
0: person quits drinking and We've the other Chris doesn't. we got Chris Carroll versus... and
1: Darcy Raymer online. Hey, Chris Carroll and
0: Darcy Raymer. I love you guys. <laughs> hey, Jess, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Chris Carroll wants to know if I can come bring oh, okay. my acoustic and jam tomorrow. What do you Wait, think
1: about that? Wait, what's tomorrow? Friday? Friday night. We're partying. Partying oh, sober. God. I work tomorrow,
0: so. You do work tomorrow, don't yeah. you?
1: We'll see.
0: Chris Carroll, I'll call you we'll tomorrow, see. brother. I'll
1: see if I'll let him out. I'll
0: call you. Okay. I'll call you um so married couples not drinking one one person quits drinking the other doesn't
1: oh they want us to post the uh names of the books which books oh the cor the corgan or what's his name oh david goggins goggins can and you po- can you post it on there also real quick? um
0: it's can't hurt me by david goggins one of the best books I've ever read, so I'd highly recommend it. And Rich Roll's book, Finding Ultra, that's another another good one.
1: I spell Goggins. G Gog-
0: O uh, G G I N S, I believe. I have the audio version of it. And let me let me tell. Let me just mention this too. The audio version is really cool. I've never heard an audio book done done like this. Um, the the guy I can't remember his name now that helped David write the book. They actually he actually reads the audio, but every chapter. They go through and they do like a 10 minute podcast in between every chapter and they break down the chapter like in podcast format. It's actually really, really cool how they did it. So um, that's the way I'm doing it. I can listen to it while I'm riding or walking or whatever. But yeah, it's David Goggins can't hurt me. And on on second thought, what
1: was ritual uh,
0: rituals is uh, finding ultra Uh, John Joseph's got a new one out too uh, that I, I haven't read yet, but I heard it's really good. I know it's at number one. It's the called the PMA effect. Uh, that's another one
1: okay. um okay that's not that's but not, if that's you want to also okay.
0: hear uh goggins just go on um <clears throat> go on ritual or go on uh joe rogan uh david goggins just was on there recently and he talks a lot about a lot of the stuff in the book but uh not all of it so uh, okay so what are your thoughts on married couples where one person uh quits drinking and the other doesn't
1: oh where do we begin uh Um, what are our thoughts? I mean, that's what is, what, what,
0: well, I feel like, so you were very, um, you were very supportive when I came home from rehab and obviously I wasn't drinking or, or doing anything else. And um, I think you were ready to quit at the same time, too. So that that helped or at least um, I was already like quitting. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, that's we true. would go
1: out we just and just we would have stuff lead. left over and you would be like in the garage doing it all the end. And then I'm like, can we just save it till next weekend? What's up? Well, who wants
0: to save cocaine? Nobody wants to save cocaine. You want to do it all.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, so, I um no, I was done way before you because I had a child to take care of. <laughs> You did um, and we did. you were not wanting to holler at that very much i mean you were you I were a, as good you were a great dad, you were a great dad, but you definitely had addiction was happening and ruling you, so um yeah, it's hard <laughs> it's hard it's hard That's because what you said. um <laughs> that was a good one <laughs> i um it's hard because you um you well, did- know, that, OK, so first of all, I didn't really know that he had an issue because everyone around us drank like he drank. And, you know, whether it was family, friends, whatever, that's what we did. So when he came to me and said, I have a drinking problem, I was like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, I need to go to rehab. And I'm like, what? And then he's like, I'm drink- I don't know. Can I say that in drinking or Thing. Yeah, I, I've already confirmed that it's um, okay to talk about that That, now. you know, he's like, I'm, I'm drinking on the way to work. I'm drinking at work. I'm drinking on the way home from work. And I'm like, oh, what? And it's funny, actually, now thinking about it, that that was when I realized it was an issue. You know, like the party life that we were living was clearly unhealthy, but it took for him to tell me, like, I'm drinking at work on my way home. I know, hour. isn't that weird? Yeah. It's well, weird. it's the life we were in. You're and so you're not supposed to do that. You're just in denial, but... Um but yeah then I was like oh you do have a problem cuz you're doing it at work what you know <laughs> it's not that we're partying every weekend and you know going further than just drinking but um so so yeah that was difficult and uh you know so I wanted him to get what he needed, but at the same time, it was very difficult when he left for 30 days, went to rehab, you know, but it was very, I knew he was doing it for the family. I knew it was the right thing. And then when he came home, it was even harder because he was, um, not Shane.
0: But what about for you though? Was it hard for you to quit drinking because I quit drinking? That's, that's kind of the question where that, that this person's asking married couples when so I quit drinking, drinking and, and, the other and you did not because you didn't right, you don't have I'm a saying. problem yeah you don't have I'm, a problem like I had right. so like but was it hard for you to to quit drinking
1: I didn't quit drinking.
0: Well, I mean, for you to not like have it around is I mean, we didn't, we didn't oh, have it in the house for yeah, a long Yeah. No, time.
1: for me, I, we, okay. So we weren't people that like had drinks after work, like on the weekday, you know, like we, we didn't have alcohol in the house and be like, Oh, let me have a drink right now. Like that wasn't really a thing for us. We were more binge drinkers over the weekend where we'd go out, go hard. And then like, you know, be hung over the next freaking day. It was, Oh yeah. Great. Right? Like why? I don't life? miss
0: being hung over, no. but,
1: but anyway, um,
0: but if you, but so let me put it like this. If you, if I would have came home from rehab and you were still continuously drinking like wine and beer and you had beer in the house and you were like, yeah, I know you just went to rehab, but I'm just still doing my thing over oh, here. Yeah. Like that would be really, really difficult. And yeah. I don't know that I would have been able to, um, you know, live in yeah. that environment, especially at first, Yeah. you know, especially no. in the first year, Absolutely. that would be really, really difficult. Oh, you were gosh. really supportive. So, you know, that's the question. If the other person... Sorry. <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of vague here. I don't know. Is it just the, the, the partner, you know, or the spouse, the girlfriend, the boyfriend, whatever? Or, are they just having a drink here and there when you go out? Or is it like an everyday thing? Uh, if it's an everyday thing, like where, you know, one person quits drinking and then that person comes home from work and the and the, the, the partner is there drinking every night, yeah. that's an issue for me. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to do that shit. That yeah. would have been really, really, really tough. And
1: frankly... In my opinion, that's not cool. Like, if you love the person, you have you know, better or worse, whatever your deal is. Like, I feel like that's that's not cool. You know, like you're in this together. Like, dude's sick over here, and like trying to like get better, and you're all like, "Hey, babe, sorry, you can't. How was work? Cool, yeah, I know." So you know, I mean, gosh, temptation at its. You know best.
0: Yeah, that'd be really difficult. From the one really you love,
1: hard. you know, mm-hmm. and so and then the person that's drinking, you know, they get a little buzz, and then they're like, "What's wrong with you?" And you're not. I mean, yeah, gosh, then, there's then just you so argue much and there. Oh you know, yeah,
0: there's a whole that's like a time bomb waiting. Yeah,
1: to so no explode. to that question.
0: So yeah, that'd be tough. Um, you know, my if I had to give advice on that, I would say, uh, you know, if you are together with someone and that's an issue. The only thing you can control is yourself mm. the only thing you can do is you and mm. you got to do you so you know work a program stay in community focus on you staying sober and you know start to maybe ask some questions about what that relationship looks like health wise because that that would be yeah. an issue if it's in everything if it now, real real quick if it's just something that's like you go out to dinner and like, cause we go out to dinner, and I and and now obviously you know it's been a few years. Yeah, I'll tell you, have a glass of wine. Like, have, have two. You know, like, have two. Yeah, I'm trying to Relax. get laid. I'm trying to get Be laid tonight. Shit. Have have three, whatever. <laughs> My God, for real though, right? Have some wine. I don't give a shit, but like. You know, I, it's not like that's not an everyday thing for us. No. And it, it's on special occasions and stuff like that. So, I mean, if yeah. it's something like that, that's, you know, I don't see that as such an issue. But, yeah. uh, hey, to each his own and everyone's situation is different. So, uh, next question. Do you poop in a toilet? What the hell kind of a question is that? Where else would I shit? I mean, I guess in a porta potty, that's still a toilet. Uh, in a hole, which I don't do backpacking. Um, I can't
1: believe that you hold your poop for three days. Three
0: days, people. Three days. That is
1: unbelievable.
0: I, If I had to go, I would definitely go. I just like, there's something in my brain that is enables me to hold out. It's
1: really, really this weird. This is someone who wakes up every morning on the dot and goes directly into the bathroom get, with his coffee. I get coffee first. And it's my office. It takes like an hour long crap. It's
0: my office. Dude, my feet fell asleep yesterday. Oh my God. I couldn't even stand up. It's. I was like answering emails and looking at other stuff, (laughs)
1: articles. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to put you on blast right now. With the water running. What is up with that?
0: I don't know. I need to because I like a fan. We don't have a fan in one of the bathrooms.
1: He says, I can't poop in silence.
0: I can't. It's It's too quiet. I need some noise going on. So one of our bathrooms has a fan. The other one doesn't. So I just turn the water on and waste a bunch of water while Strange. it's going down.
1: Strange. I know. I'm a
0: weird one. All right. Next question. I'm one of those people you talk about on your show who thinks there's a stigma in going to AA meetings. Uh, my drinking has started to affect my finances and my life, but not, those, but not so far as my family uh, can tell. My husband and I both drink regularly. We're trying to stop. So far, so good in the new year. It's hard on some days when I'm having a bad day, or if he's having a bad day. It's really tough to say no because I'm an alcoholic who wants to say yes. My question to you: What are some of the suggestions you have for a couple trying to do this together? Well, Jess, what's worked for us? We hopped in a step study. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got plugged in. You, you have, uh, um, you, and, and so the stigma thing. It, you got to get over that. I mean, that's, that's what your choice. The well, about, she said she thinks that there's, or I, he, yeah, she, she thinks there's a stigma. She's one of those people thinks <coughs> there's a stigma with going to AA meetings. What
1: does that mean? I
0: don't get it. Like basically going to AA meetings. There's a lot of people who have, it leaves a bad taste in their mouth, whether they've had a bad experience. Oh, girlfriend. Most of the time I hear about there are people, s- it's just what they've heard from somebody else. They've, they've never experienced one. I'm not saying that with this person. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they have, but,
1: there are so many other outlets and there so is. many other things now these days this this time that are available other than um, AA meetings. Like there's so many. There's you know? Refuge Recovery. There's yeah. Celebrate
0: Recovery. There's yeah. Narcotics Anonymous. There's which podcasts. Similar to there's. But we're, but we're talking about a step. Program, like a meeting? a meeting? We're talking about a meeting here. That's what she's saying uh, is going into stigma and Amy's. And that's what I'm saying. You're going to have to get over that. That's a pride thing. That's an ego thing. That's, um, it's yeah. also a thing maybe where, and I don't think, well, I, I won't say who, but um, you know, someone told me early on that they would drive, to, they, they wanted to get sober. They would actually drive to the next town, like 30 minutes away and go to meetings there because they were so afraid they were going to see somebody they knew in their community. So I understand that aspect of fear of it. Um, the stigma, you know, I, I get it. Word said
1: online AA meetings.
0: On there, you go. Online AA meetings. That's another one. There's a lot of online stuff right now. Uh, you know, ShareSpace. I'll recommend O's uh, community. He's got a community of of meetings there. Buddy has a Dow meeting on Tuesday mornings. You can check out. Um, I can get more information about that because I don't have it in front of me right now. I know it's on iTunes. It's um, oh, I'm totally drawing a to blank right now on the name of it. Does
1: Paul still do meeting? Paul? You
0: got uh, Recovery Elevator. I'm not sure what what he's doing at the moment. Um, Foundations has a podcast too. Uh, recovery Unscripted. Um, but it's, I don't think they do meetings on there, but another podcast outlet. Dopey, There's just a lot of a pod- support There's, though is what I'm saying. It's a lot like, of stuff.
1: So much support. Like we were talking about earlier, everyone is out there now talking about, you know, being, and I mean, you know, about being sober and stuff and I don't, I don't want to whatever, but I feel like the, the whole like, and it, well, I don't know. I probably, never mind. Skip it.
0: Yeah. I mean, really just getting out there and getting plugged in and letting down your guard and going all in. That's what's going to keep you sober. Trying Put, it all. Showing up, like I always say, just show up and do the work. It's real simple actually. And most people aren't willing to do that. And that's why those people most of the time don't stay sober because it takes work. It's not easy. Um, so that's, that's one thing that's, uh, that's, that's pretty difficult, uh, to do if you're not, if you're not staying plugged in there. um, Okay. Did we just go off on the, on the live or what happened? Yeah. Are you going to go back on real quick? We we're, we're doing this for the audio listeners out there. We're doing uh, Instagram live the whole time. I think it just, just um, went off there. We'll go ahead and try to get it back on if you want there. And then we're, we got a couple more questions and then we're going to wrap this thing up for the night. I'm tired. Um, I am tired. Uh, next one, Shane, I've started my own podcast and I'd like to know if you have any tips or suggestions. Um, you know, my one suggestion is just to have fun. Uh, Don't set any expectations, have a good time, Um, you know, be real and uh, share your experience, share your strength, share your hope. Uh, And that's, that's really, that's really what it's about. I mean, you can, you can do all the other stuff that comes with it. Podcast is a lot of work. There's a lot that goes into it that a lot of people don't see unless you do one. Um, So if, you know, if you're having fun doing that from, from the whole kind of picture, uh, man, just have fun with it. That's the biggest thing. Uh, I always tell everybody: the day that I stop having fun doing this is the day that I quit. Mm. Uh, I have so much fun. Like this is, I don't think I realize the impact as well that the podcast has had on my own recovery. Um, you know, especially in the first couple of years, there was a lot of times where I think I could have went off the deep end and went and drank or done drugs and maybe died. And I didn't do that. Uh, number one, because my family. I think that's a big one, but also. I really did feel this sense of pride and fun and excitement in being able to do something that I love to do. And so as long as I find something I'm passionate about, um, I mean, and and for me, one of the things is podcasting. Uh, I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to have fun doing it. Um, Any thoughts on that before we go on to the next one or?
1: No, because I am not a podcaster, but I think you're doing an amazing job.
0: I appreciate that. And I appreciate all of your support and help because I want to point something out really quick since you bring that up. We had talked about this the other day. Uh, when when I first started this, you know, I think there would have been a lot of uh, spouses or, or partners or friends even that say, that's, that's fucking stupid. Like, Why would you do that? Why would you start a podcast? What the hell is that? What is that going to do? Be very negative about it. I didn't have anybody in my corner who did that. Um, and, and especially Jess, she said, Oh, cool. She was right behind me and said, get after it. You know what I mean? She always believed in me from the beginning. So number one, I appreciate that. And number two, that's why it's important to have people in your corner that build you up and don't tear you down. Word. And, and, and they misery loves company. And, you know, Aaron Walker and I did a podcast just a couple of episodes ago. It was the last one we put out of 2018 and he talked about, you are the average of the five most people you hang around. Dude, and
1: literally the third day I have heard that.
0: It's so true.
1: It is and so true. Aaron,
0: Aaron's a professional. That dude's been yeah. in the game for 30 years. It's he, true. He works with Dave Ramsey, who's a smart ass dude. And he knows what he's talking about. And I trust his word. And he did, you know, a couple minutes on that topic. And it's so, so true. So be That's around what, good um, people.
1: Pastor Dave says it like, um, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's so true true it's funny we we're just talking about that all well, right you're, um you're welcome thank you
0: yes thank you're you You're welcome and thank you this next question i don't know that i can answer i'll read it but i have no experience with it uh my aunt does and she talked about it uh in like the first i think it was podcast number eight of that sober guy so one of the extremely early ones um this person says is going to the methadone clinic good to get off of pills is it good or is it just switching addictions um, I don't, I don't know. I've never been to the methadone clinic. Um, you know, I, I wasn't, I didn't, um, I didn't ever use heroin. Um, so I, you know, I don't, I don't have any experience. I don't really know. I know, I do know. And I have an heard. opinion. Well, I think that, um, you know, assisted. I, I can't remember the the acronym in the name. It's a, it's a, it's basically assisted uh, treatment, assisted recovery, where uh you can take you know cuz i know marijuana works for a lot of people in getting people to marijuana
1: of marijuana i know that pot marijuana that cigarettes weed, that
0: cigarweed works sometimes you the roll yourself lettuce. up with fat blunt uh but a lot of people use that to help get off of heroin you know same with methadone so i think that there's absolutely good purposes in my own opinion yeah tad um, huh tad. You know, t- yeah you t- t- tad that. does that absolutely um uh, awaken Stringham. industries yeah, Tad Stringham. Um, you know, if if there's somebody you wanted to reach out to on that, I know Tad's got some experience with that and we can help hook that up for anyone who would be interested in getting some info about them. Uh, You've got
1: a sweet retreat out there. He Where does out at?
0: in uh, Palm Springs, I think. Yeah. Palm like, Springs, they have a retreat out there. Can it's I just go? um, you know, people trying to get off a of heroin, you can go out there. Uh, they detox. Uh, I know I don't, I can't speak on everything they do cause I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a minute, but, but
1: there is marijuana involved. There's,
0: there's marijuana involved and it's, it's to, it's to help wean off a of heroin. It's not used as a substitute. You're not going to smoke weed forever. It's not about getting high. It's about getting well. And so yeah. when we put it in those terms, um, you know, I'm all for people getting well and shit that works for one person might not work for the other person and vice versa. So I think it all depends on the situation on the person. Is it, you know, clinically supervised? Is it safe? All that good stuff involved. You know, every situation's different. Um, you know, I, you know, you can go back to that episode and listen, it's, it's episode eight, I think with Wanda Baca. Uh, I know she talks a little bit about the methadone clinic. I think you have to go to Spotify to get those early episodes. Uh, for some reason, they don't show up on iTunes. Is that or what you found out? Other, I did. If you go on Spotify and get the one through uh, 16. Oh, so, interesting. it's um, so weird. Yeah. Go there and do that. Uh, but yeah, I say a, hey, whatever's working for you um, to stay off of if it's heroin or pills or whatever it is, I mean, do that, um, but you know, just talk to different people, or try to get as much education on it as you can, and and do what's right for you, you know, and, and talk talk to a professional. That'd be the biggest uh, a professional biggest advice. Who's a professional? Um, okay, uh, last question here. Then we'll see if we have any live ones before we uh, before we get off of this. Uh, I've been told a lot recently to not be my. Uh, I've been told a lot recently to be my wife's husband, not her sponsor. Thoughts.
1: <laughs> I have been told a lot recently to not be my wife's husband. Well, I, I messed up on that. What to be my what?
0: wife's husband, not her sponsor. So basically, he's trying to be her sponsor and encourage her oh. and tell her what to do oh, and, and right, instead of right, just right. being her husband. Okay. Obviously, it sounds like the wife has a, a drinking problem and or a drug problem, and he's trying to kind of coach her versus just loving Is he loving sober her. too? It doesn't say. I don't know. It just says... You know, which I know that changed. So, so
1: I I'll speak on that because, um, so, um, Shane and I are both doing a 12 step currently and mine is for anger and resentment, codependency.
0: Thank you for sharing.
1: (laughs) Hello. My name is Jessica. (laughs) Um, and, um, I have a sponsor. I have accountability partners. Eh, I have a few. I don't really actually have that. Mm. You got some
0: accountability partners. It doesn't have to be just in your step study either. I mean, you have plenty of accountability partners.
1: Right. However, um, you know, I find myself going to Shane a lot because we uh, we're tight like that.
0: We tight, son.
1: And um, because he's been there, done that. And because I respect his opinion and um, he knows me. You know, so, okay, I guess what I'm saying is sometimes I go to him first. Okay, no, lie. First I go to God. (laughs) Then I go to Shane. Then I go and think, ooh, probably should have called my sponsor on that one. So what I'm saying is sometimes there's good times for your wife, right? Your wife's, my, my wife's husband that um it's sometimes okay for your wife to reach out to you and to want you to you know help her and and do the thing and whatever and for you to do that for her however it is very important that she also has a sponsor because um women are different than men (laughs) and we are different in um you know our recovery too. have
0: vaginas and we have penises yes we're different that way
1: and we don't wear boner sweats i hope not and so um yeah, so that's just my advice is that yeah, you can help her out and help her through it and talk her through it and be there when she's like a mess and crying and like I can't and whatever you want to do for that, but also remind her to call her sponsor. Shane does that to me sometimes. He's like, you know, I think you need to call your sponsor. And I'm all like, oh, I don't wanna go yeah. you know, but I do because I'm like, Oh god. You well, know? that's a
0: really good point. You know, women are supposed to have women sponsors and yeah. men are supposed to have men sponsors. There's I mean, a reason for that. I, I think there's I know one case of, of a woman I think who has a man sponsor, and she's a unique case. Um, I would I wouldn't recommend that myself. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to have a, a woman for a sponsor myself. Nothing against women, but just like just said. Men know what, what men kind of need and do because we're men and same thing. Women chicks, are
1: from you know? Mars. Men are from men Venus. Are, oh, yeah, that's a classic one. W- either or whichever way that goes. Maybe they're from, I can't remember, Venus or Mars, whichever. So
0: basically, stop being her sponsor and tell her to call her damn sponsor.
1: Yeah, don't Look be your her sponsor. Be her, yes, and I agree with that. Don't be your sponsor. Be your husband. Love her, <laughs> love her. You know, just accept and, Take her and understand on a date. that it's difficult.
0: Bring her some flowers.
1: Take her on a date.
0: We're going on a date next week to Los
1: Angeles. Yeah, who's
0: coming? Who's I know. I don't know what's up with that. I'm I'm uh, curious to see what the turnout is. You know, I'm sure it's L.A. Be at a the good Improv, time, y'all. Yeah, so come come down if you're in the Me area. Um, any uh, questions from the Instagram? We're about to wrap this thing up. Oh, uh, um, I appreciate you guys. Ward wanted to say, so
1: you are not against weed.
0: Uh, am I against weed? Oh, that's a tricky one. I want to think about how I answer that. Um, <laughs> I I I don't. Um, I'm not advocating. Uh, you know, myself. I'll, I'll speak for myself. I don't smoke weed uh, anymore, uh, just because of my uh, prior history with uh, with with drugs and alcohol. That was an um, issue for you. It it absolutely was. I woke up every morning and I got high, and it led to um, you know just it just wasn't good for me.
1: Honestly, you, know? you guys, that was like the that was worse than drinking. But for I'm not. Me.
0: But I'm not demonizing weed either uh i i think that there's um you know situations and 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 people and certain um you know times and stuff when when it can be used for medical purposes and all that so no um i think everyone's situation is different i don't smoke it i'm not demonizing it i'm not against it i'm also not for it myself just going you know to to smoke weed anymore so um, I mean, I guess that's how I would, would answer. That. I'm going to take a neutral approach because I think it's I, kind of I, I like really alcohol,
1: where some people can smoke weed on occasion and then some people can't because they. Now,
0: I, I, okay, so I'll say this. That's a good point. If someone came to me right now and said, you have to break your sobriety, here's a beer or a blunt, I would pick the blunt. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's not the question, but good to know in case I ever need you to break your sobriety in an saying, emergency I don't situation. To that Shane, I need like you jacked shit. up right now, right now. What's it going to be? A blunt or a forty? Yeah. What? What? I'm Hurry just up! Saying
0: I'm not anti pot at all, but I'm also not an advocate for it either. So that's a, that's a safe way. Of well, all right. It. Okay.
1: The marijuana. Sa- do, do, wait, what is it on the Breakfast Club? Do you, Do you know it or I lost Man, it? It was pot. Yeah. Man. Do you know about this? Do you know or what what's the line? Come in on, Johnson's bring it. It's
0: underwear. That's one of them.
1: No. Do you know about this? Man, it's marijuana. Yeah. It's marijuana.
0: This man is marijuana. It's a good sample. Do you know about this? Well, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I, this was fun to do the Facebook live or the Oh, uh, Cormick just the, joined. Uh, uh the uh Instagram live. What's up, Cormy? We read your question and all that good stuff, man. It'll be live on the podcast uh, what, what are we at? 11, 19, pretty, pretty soon. Actually, I'm going to flip this really fast. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we appreciate everyone. Uh, Instagram live was cool. Appreciate your guys's questions. Um, I appreciate everybody's questions who wrote in and left comments for this episode to happen. Uh, it's really cool to be able to interact and to, uh, to help have some conversation. And, you know, like I said in the beginning, the biggest thing is, for me at least is to have some fun with this shit. Like, Remember rule 62, everybody, don't take yourself so damn serious. Uh, life is full of serious shit. I get it. Um, but if I can find throughout my day ways to laugh about stuff and and not take it, it's really not that big of a deal because at the end of the day, um, you know, is it really, really that serious? You can ask yourself that. And most of the time for me, it's not. Um, you know, it's a beautiful life, it's a beautiful thing, so I appreciate you guys. Jess, you want to add anything before we uh wrap this up?
1: It's 11 p.m. here, and Cormie just it's got 11, out 20. of bed. Oh, wow, good morning! He said, Good morning, <laughs> good morning, good <laughs> morning,
0: sunshine. Grab yourself a cup of Joe.
1: Oh, oh my gosh, you got <laughs> I, Ward, Girving Ward. I she said, By the way, can you call me Stacy? <laughs> <laughs> Well, What's happening? Why is I, that? I, I'm sorry. I don't know, Stacy. I don't know what to I say about that, about that, Stacey. Goodness. I, I can't on.
0: see. Well, I can't see the? Uh, I can't see the screen right now. Well, so I was. I was, picture, saying whatever, was saying it was saying. Yeah,
1: we can't see the little.
0: Stacy. thank you for the question. So, I mean, I think that's a. It's a really good uh, topic, and you know, actually. Um, speaking of that, would you guys, would anybody enjoy an episode? Cause I've actually been wanting to do this uh, for a couple of months now, since I read an article from Dr. Louise Stanger, who I know maybe I can have her on, uh, but about the medical, about medical marijuana, about the legalization, about how people are uh, using it for recovery um, you know both sides of it people are for it people are against it I think that'd be an interesting uh, episode to do and I'll, uh, I'll look into that for uh, for the next couple of uh, next couple of months and see if I can get something uh, somebody on who knows a little bit more about it check us out at thatsoberguy.com uh, you can connect with us on Instagram at real thatsoberguy and at Shane Raymer on Twitter uh, come hang with us next week at the Hollywood Improv January 20th it starts at 7pm you can get tickets at thatsoberguy.com for going. Uh, live shows, we'll go directly to, to nice Hollywood. Uh, Jess, thank you for coming on the show again. I love yeah. you. Uh, appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much. a pleasure. Peace, love, respect, and keep your to
1: keep my head on straight. You still say that I don't know anything about you. Oh, I don't know anything about you. But I know what you do in the back room. And you still say that I don't know anything about you. Oh, I don't know anything about you. But I know
0: what you do in the back room.